0: Welcome to OCA, a special podcast for special people. Our mission is for OCA to enable individuals and families with autism or other disabilities the opportunity to maximize their abilities. Over the past 15 years, we've grown from an idea to a full community of professionals serving the Central Florida community. We're excited to share our favorite memories, tips and experiences with you. And we hope to inspire you to get involved too. Ready to get started? Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm Sylvia, CEO, and I'm so glad you're back for another episode. Today, I'm joined by a special guest, our development manager, Julie. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Tell the listeners a little bit about what you do here.
1: I am in charge, I do lots of things, so I'm in charge of the fundraising and the communications and I work with donors, many of you listening might be donors and we thank you, the people who support the organization and, and believe so much in the mission that, and all the programs and the participants that we serve. I write grants, I work on the events, different things to help convey the messages and, and the needs within the organization.
0: And every single thing that you do is so critical. And you're also a connector for the organization as well. Um, But can you share with everyone why development is such a crucial piece of the OCA puzzle?
1: So recently in my work, I was talking to someone who said that with government support, we can do good things. But with philanthropy, we can do great things. And the people that we serve deserve that. They deserve great things. So while some of our participants have funding sources, many do not. And that doesn't even scratch the surface to to pay for the needs that they have. And every single person who comes to OCA receives a scholarship, whether they know it or not. And so we work really hard to raise dollars to make the programs affordable for the families that we serve. And fundraising supports that effort.
0: And that's so true. What drew you to OCA? Hmm.
1: So I was very lucky to be introduced to OCA eight years ago. And I have 23 years experience in working with individuals with disabilities, both intellectual and um, developmental and and other disabilities. But I was very drawn by the excitement of building something new. And uh, eight years ago... there was a lot of area and still is for growth and opportunity. And I was just really excited to be able to be part of something new and to work with this population that I love so much.
0: And you do it enthusiastically. So you had the pleasure of working in this field for 23 years you were sharing. And so you've worked with other nonprofits. What makes
1: OCA so unique? OCA is very visionary, and that was one of the things that drew me to the organization from the beginning, that it's not a cumbersome cog that has to turn very slowly. There's a lot of innovation and a lot of excitement behind trying new things and meeting the needs of the community. One one time I can really think of was during COVID. I mean, we got up and dusted ourselves off and figured out how to how to serve the community when they needed us the most. I think that for other nonprofits that may be part of a larger system or have uh, a very succinct structure, being a young, relatively young organization, I like to call OCA, middle schooler, because we're... Almost 15, right. next so year, 2024. We're a high schooler, if you will. Uh, we, we have the ability to adapt and to try new things and to be really visionary and to have immediate impact. And I think when people give, what's really awesome is there is an absolute, very tangible benefit to the people that we serve. And that's unique.
0: So you you mentioned give. What are some ways that people can give? Is it one time? Is it annual? Is it monthly? Can you kind of explain that process?
1: So people can give their time. So we need volunteers with unique unique abilities to work with our population. We also need some great advisors on our board. Our board of directors is a small group of people that are really committed to the mission. But we need to continue to expand that expertise. We need volunteers as well to help with some of our fundraising activities. So that covers the time piece. People give in all different ways. There are people who make one-time gifts. There are people who make annual gifts. There are people who make recurring gifts, monthly monthly donations. We've taken donation of stock. We've taken donation of your IRA, uh, charitable rollover funds, uh, donor advised funds. In memory of, so tribute gifts, so in lieu of a birthday gift or uh, in lieu of flowers when somebody passes away, we've had a lot of good celebrations where people have given gifts in that honor. We have... A wish list online that we like to update as as often as we can. And so these are just some of the ways that you can give. There's quite a few. Plan gift, and we also have an endowment. So there's lots of different ways to contribute and and make a difference. So
0: because there's so many different funding pools for people to be able to help um, support the organization, what in turn does your department do in order to help communicate those needs? What are some things that you guys uh, do to keep everybody, especially the donors, up to date with
1: what's happening in the organization? So we have a fabulous new person who's going to be the one making us sound really good on this podcast who's been doing a good job with the communications and newsletters and social media to put out the information and sh- and share our needs. Twice a year we do a campaign that articulates what the needs are at that moment and asks for people's support. There are numerous documents and numerous uh, presentations that we make to funders to convey that, that case for support, but the best thing that we do are the people that, that love us and know us out there telling our stories. That's the greatest thing we can do to share our, share our story and how, and how we together can help the people that we serve.
0: Is there anything else that you think our listeners need to know about OCA? Do you have any events or anything coming up over the next several months?
1: So starting next month in November, we will launch our end of year giving campaign. This is the greatest single push we do in a year to next to our run, the two of these events together to promote the organization and to generate support, we're going to have a couple of opportunities for people to have their donations matched throughout the campaign. So that that's a, a really great area. We we encourage you to look and see if your employers match gifts. It's a good time to give, good time to make any of your gifts. And then in the in the spring, we will do another uh, campaign around Autism Awareness Month and start to think about our different sp- different special events that we have. So we encourage people to think about their giving in a way that's meaningful to them and to have conversations with me or with Sylvia to determine how we can help meet that need and make it a rewarding experience for them. What's your favorite part about working at OCA? Clients. Clients are cool. They are. They're really cool. You're having a really bad day and somebody comes at you with a hug or a high five or a fist bump. The staff's pretty incredible as well.
0: Yeah, so you know when you can see your results of the work that you're doing uh day in and day out through our hallways it really is quite uplifting. Um if there was one lesson your job has taught you that you think everyone should learn at some point in their life, what would it be? I have
1: two. One is you don't get anything unless you don't ask. And that's my job. <laughs> yes, it I, is. I I teach people that on this in, in my other um, work that I do, but the the thing that I, I I think that people don't know their value, and to be able to say to somebody, "I want you to support the work of OCA," is an incredible gift to the person as much as it is to OCA to connect them. And the other thing is never to underestimate people with special needs. Just because they have a special need doesn't mean they can't do something. In fact, they're probably going to do it ten times better other needs or other other talents they have may be more incredible than you ever imagined.
0: Hence why we always focus on ability. All right. If people want to find out more about the work you do, where can they find you?
1: Well, you can find us on our website, which is gooca.org. Can, uh, this, this podcast, of course, our social media channels. And there are a lot of different ways to be involved through, through fundraising efforts, take a tour, learn more, reach out to me personally, and just figure out a way that you can make a difference.
0: That's awesome. Thank you so much uh, for joining us today, Julie. Thank you. Uh, thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. If you have any questions for Julie or any of our staff, send us an email at information at If you want to find out more about OCA, log on to our website GoOCA.org. Follow us on Instagram at OCA4U. And follow us on Facebook at OCA, a special place for special needs. To donate, head to gooca.org slash donate. And to make a free and immediate impact, leave a review of our podcast, give us a five-star rating, and share it with a friend. See you again soon for another episode of OCA a special podcast for special people.